What's up, sports fans? This is Short Sports, and I am your host, Erica, and with me, as always, is my host, McKenna. Mac, what is up? How is it going? I'm so excited for tonight's episode because we have one big topic. Now, normally, we I mean, the goal was to do a couple topics. No, tonight, our time is going to be filled up by one man who fills up, well, the penalty box quite often. <laughs> Mr. Tom Wilson. Boy, oh boy, did he make some waves in the hockey world this week. So, uh, I know I sent you an article after the first the first Rangers game this week. Uh, so let's let's talk about that. What did you think? Okay, I know most of us has pro- have probably seen the hit. Now I say the hit. There was, I mean, more like probably four or five hits there. Um, a couple, you know. You know, first he kind of he kind of hit Buchnevich a little bit in the in the crease there, and then he I don't even know who the second person was, and, and then he he kind of. Uh, We'll, we'll just say he he took Panarin down to the ice in, in a rather uh, interesting way. We'll just we'll just put it nicely like that. So uh, you watched the video, you read the article. Uh, yes, tell I me, did. tell me what you think of of the stuff that happened there in the first game. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> yes. So as someone who doesn't know who Tom Wilson is, as someone who didn't know his extensive history with um hits and suspensions maybe and stuff like that uh yeah so what what did you feel like what what do you think probably should have happened with this hit he should have been suspended at the very least if not just taken out completely i mean if this it sounds like this man is not a first-time offender he knows Mm -hmm. the rules and what goes down he should have more than just a five thousand dollar fine Come on! So you are correct in saying he, this is not his first time. I do believe it is 30 games total in his career suspended and more than $1.3 million in salary that he has forfeited due to suspensions and fines so far. Obviously, uh, with this one, not too much. Uh, 5000 extra dollars? Mm, that's like... Uh, that's That's not... Too, too much. Didn't he play in the next game as well? He did. So we're going to get to that in a minute. But I also, no, you're fine. (laughs) I love how excited you are about this. Like, I love how into this you are. I just also want to call out the very awesome jersey you're wearing tonight, too. We talked about it beforehand. Check out that Kings jersey. It's going to make, it's going to make our, uh, we had, we had some comments and stuff that I'm going to talk about, too, in a minute. But, um, it's going to make one of our friends very, very happy. But, uh. So, yes, $5,000 was his fine for that hit that he laid on Artemi Panarin, who is out for the season. Not that the season's much longer. We only have, um, well, after this game, there was two more games for the Rangers and I believe three more games for the Capitals. But, uh, yeah, it to put it in perspective, Henrik Lundqvist, goalie, well, old goalie for the Rangers, and actually he's signed technically with the Capitals right now, even though he had to take the season off due to heart surgery. But he one time squirted Sidney Crosby with a water bottle, and he was fined $5,000 for that. Huh. Hmm. So, I mean, I feel are they like the, the same? Two, yeah, the, don't sound... Mm, mm, what's going on? Yeah, a little different there, a little different. Now, uh, Wilson was already suspended once this season. He was suspended for hitting a player on the Boston Bruins, and it was a nasty hit. And, and as I... 
as I watched this hit a couple times and like I talked to my boss about it a little bit and I showed to him and he goes, you know, this doesn't even surprise me because it's Tom Wilson, which I think is kind of, it kind of says something that, you know, seeing Wilson do it and it's just like, oh, it's just an, another Tom Wilson hit, which is kind of sad because I know if, I think if I saw anybody else do this, I would be like, what are they doing? Like, what is going on? But it's Tom Wilson. So it's just kind of like, nope. Yep. That's another Wilson hit. So, this, yes. This brings me to my first mm -hmm. question. Yep. What is Tom Wilson's reputation? <laughs> so, Tom Wilson, uh, he started out in the league kind of as that agitator guy who gets under your skin. Now, let me tell you, I these are typically the players that I love. I have at home, and I know these names aren't going to mean much to you, but I mean, we can talk about them later. I have my Yarko Rutu jersey. I have my Aaron Asham jersey. I have a Brad Marchand jersey. I mean, I have a bunch of guys who typically play the agitator role, and I love those guys. They're my favorite, but I also think that there is, especially in the league nowadays, a very fine line that you need to walk. Now... Tom Wilson, like I said, has got suspended a number of times at this point now. And at the end of his last suspension, you know, he even said, he's like, you know, I need to, I need to change. I need to not play like that. I can't be missing games for my team and all this. And he, he made it sound like he had turned a new leaf, which was great. It was wonderful. I've heard statements like this from players before. I Matt Cook a guy who used to play for the Penguins, which I'll talk about in a second. And you're like, great, because if you take some of that, that veracity out of his game, Tom Wilson's a great hockey player. He has the potential to score a lot of goals and get a lot of points. Heck, my mom drafted him a couple years ago for her fantasy team, and he got her so many points, not only because, you know, he scores goals and gets points, but also we counted penalty minutes and that helped her out too a little bit. Mm. So I think that was the year that he had his bigger suspension and she did miss him for quite a few games. But I mean, like I said, he, you don't see it in the league as much anymore. These agitator rules and things like that. You, you see the more skill guys in, and these players getting kind of pushed out of the league, which is sad because I mean, I, I think that, I think it brings something to the game and it's always been there in hockey, but you know, Tom Wilson kind of just walks this different line. Like I said, this brings me to someone like Matt Cook, who he even came out and talked today. I haven't heard, I haven't heard about Matt Cook in years. He hasn't played. And like I said, he, he hit someone from the Bruins. It's a nasty hit. It was terrible type of hit that does not belong in the game. You hear that a lot in hockey. That type of hit doesn't belong in the game. There's, the hits that do and the hits that don't. And, you know, people who watch a lot of hockey know that. And so do the guys that play it. And even this this headline here, even Matt Cook thinks Tom Wilson looked like a toddler having a fit against the Rangers. Oof. That is one heck of a headline coming from someone who played the game like Matt Cook. Now, like I said, Matt Cook was someone who, again, said, you know, he needed to change his game. He couldn't be missing things like that. He couldn't be hurting people. You know, the guy he did hit, Mark Savard, I think I'm fairly certain that hit uh, basically was the end of his career. I think he may have came back for a little bit, 
but I think he was hit again and then he stopped playing. Maybe um could be I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But um yeah, so it was oh yeah, so it was he he made two comebacks. Savard made two comebacks. But his career officially ended after sustaining more damage after taking a routine hit from Matt Hunwick in January of 2011. Um, so, I mean, yeah, he he knew, but he tried, he tried to change up, and he did. And I mean, even even Matt Cook, he could, he wasn't as good as Tom Wilson as a hockey player. He wasn't going to score the goals. He wasn't going to get the points, but he had potential. The sad thing about it is, is though even he, though he was trying to change his game, he he kind of always had a target on his back after that. And it, it, that was kind of like the end of his career as well because it ended up pushing him kind of out of the game because nobody really wanted to take on that kind of liability. So um, another, another big name, uh, John Scott, who again, one of my favorite players, uh, who was an enforcer in the league, years ago uh said just said shame on you that that was the headline shame on you and i mean he knew he knew tom wilson went too far and he's gonna call him out for it and and i think the fact that you get some of these guys who played that role on a team calling him out like this really goes to show how bad it really was so mm -hmm. i really do so Go ahead. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was um I was gonna ask why is there so much violence in hockey? Like I feel like I hear about so much more like hitting and injuries and like fighting mm -hmm. more so in hockey than I do in football or like baseball. I don't know, maybe I'm just completely like, missing all. <laughs> um so I think it's been something that's just been in hockey for a really long time and and you know, someone'll you'll get a hit and Someone will hit your star player and someone will take offense to that. And that's when you get guys standing up for other guys. And and that's that's kind of where it all leads down to. And mm -hmm. like I said, you don't see it as much as you used to. I, I mean, I don't even know if I could count how many fights I've actually seen this season. With the exception of the Rangers game the other night. Because I did watch that. Uh, which we'll talk about in a minute. But there really aren't as many fights as there used to be. And... Yeah, you definitely, like I said, you don't see it as much as you used to. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't want to say it's sad because it's good because they, you don't want these guys getting hurt. You don't want them getting knocked around. I mean, you've seen there's there's been so many star players who have missed so much time due to concussions and things like that. And it's really upsetting. Like, And even, even just nasty little hits. Like um, the other night in the Penguins-Flyers game, uh, Mark Friedman went and scored an empty net goal and Shane Gossesberg cross-checked him in the back after he had already shot the puck and cross-checked him into the boards. Totally unnecessary hit. Didn't need to. Bad blood between those two teams. We all know that. Definitely. And, you know, Gossesberg got suspended for two games for it. Like, now, and, and this is where you kind of start seeing things. We've we've seen a couple of suspensions since this Wilson fine that are like, okay, well, if that got suspended, how did Wilson not get suspended? That is just yeah. like blows my mind but i mean not saying god's despair didn't deserve the suspension and i love god's despair he's one of my favorites i have his team north america shirt at home it's just great but you know yeah he he deserved that suspension but was that really worse than what wilson did 
Like, yeah. I, it's like, where do we draw this line? And and That's, when do people be, start to say things? That was going to be like my next one. Like, why was it so little of a like a punishment for That's, what he did versus like what 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 you just talked about? How that yeah. guy got suspended, but like Wilson did not. It's a great question, and that leads me to what the New York Rangers said, actually. So after the you know the fine came down, the Rangers, and I'm going to read the quote. Uh, the New York Rangers are extremely disappointed that Capitals forward Tom Wilson was not suspended for his horrifying act of violence last night at Madison Square Garden. Wilson is a repeat offender with a long history of these types of acts, and we find it shocking that the NHL and their Department of Player Safety failed to take the appropriate action and suspend him indefinitely. Wilson's dangerous and reckless actions caused an injury to Artemi Panarin that will prevent him from playing again this season. We view this as a dereliction of duty by NHL head of player safety, George Peros, and believe he is unfit to continue in his current role. Wow. Now that's a statement. Mm -hmm. And I've only heard one other statement like this come from the uh, San Jose Sharks, I believe was back in 2011 after uh, Rafi Torres got suspended for a hit um, that they just didn't, they didn't agree with, which I mean, again, Rightfully so. And I know actually there are some people ripping the Rangers for even making this statement because it's unprofessional, um, which, okay, I can, I can understand some people being upset like league officials. You just completely trashed the head of player safety, George Peros. But don't you think he kind of deserves it at this moment? Yeah. Like, it, like it's a, this Wilson just ended the rest of this guy's season. Mm -hmm. It just one thing. Like, how, what? What was the injury specifically? So they haven't announced the injury okay. specifically. I do know that um, Panarin had a cut on his face when he was in the penalty box. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to assume he probably has a concussion. Mm -hmm. uh, safe to say. And again, the season's almost over. Yeah. And the Rangers didn't make playoffs this year, but that. Mm -hmm doesn't matter exactly yeah like i don't understand and george peros when he played was a rough player mm. you know he should be good at knocking these kinds of things out literally but mm. you know it seems like i don't i don't even know i wish i could put my finger on what it is but i can't because there's really like i try i've been trying to think since this all happened, because I knew as soon as this happened, like, this is what we're talking about this week, because this is huge stuff. And I, I just, I just don't, I don't know. Um, so here's the fun part. And this is where things get interesting. The Rangers were fined $250,000 for making that statement. What? <laughs> yep. Now, when the San Jose Sharks made their statement about Rafi Torres, they were only fined $100,000. But this time the Rangers got fined two hundred fifty thousand, which is fifty times the amount that Tom Wilson was fined for his hit. Take the hint, NHL. <laughs> so um, I and you know I get it. You have to you have to make an example. You can't let teams talk about yeah. your officials like this. But mm. really, this is probably not it. Probably not it. Someone tells me. So, also, after this statement came out, now, the Rangers are what we call, and I can't, we're going to get to what we're going to talk about next episode soon, but 
The Rangers are in what we call a rebuild right now, where they know their team's not great. They need some new players, they, and they didn't make playoffs this year. They're hiring some new management stuff. After this statement came out and after the fine was handed down, they fired the president and GM of the team. Now, they're saying it's because the rebuild wasn't going in the direction they want. I don't know if I quite believe that. I don't know if that's exactly what it is or not. I'm I'm a little bit more led to believe that maybe something really happened in the office. Maybe. I don't think we're ever going to know. I think this is going to be kind of a Jim Rutherford leaving the Pittsburgh Penguins kind of deal. But uh, as of today, I do believe Drury is now the GM, which I think is going to be fantastic for them anyways. But, you know, because yeah. he did pass on the Penguins job. He said he wasn't interested. You knew, kind of knew that there was something in the works there. But I also think this maybe kind of kicked it ahead a little bit faster, maybe. Maybe. Mm. But this leads us all into the night of game two between the Rangers and the Capitals. And oh, what a game it was. Wait. I got a question. I okay. completely missed this. So Let's they go. played each other. When was the first time? What was mm -hmm. it, Monday? It was, and, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, Monday. And then they played each other again? On Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because with the schedule this year, since everyone is playing just divisional teams, you oh. see a lot of back-to-back -back games. Okay, um, okay. Since with with the COVID restrictions and everything, that's what you're seeing a lot of. So, mm -hmm. yeah, you'll you'll see a lot of back-to-back -back games this season. I actually think most games have been back-to-back -back this season. So, oh, yep, they played them two games in a row. Oh, boy. Which, yeah, game <laughs> two. Fun stuff. And without Wilson being suspended... And with this fine coming down and the firing of two higher-ups right before this game, do you think the Rangers gave any shits at all? Because I don't think they did. everything pointed to where it went. Now, before we get into what happened in this game, I do want to point out two things. Because two things happened in this game that, over that got overshadowed by everything else. So, um... You had on Monday a bunch of guys who were missing from the Capitals team. You had um, a couple guys who were being disciplined for being late to a team event. Uh, then another one who didn't play on Wednesday because of COVID protocols, which is interesting. Um, you have um, a couple key injuries. You have Ovechkin, who probably should have stayed out, but he played for 39 seconds and before he re-aggravated his injury. Probably... Jeez. Best that that happened, though, honestly, because yeah. I don't think you would have wanted him to play this game. Um, and then you had TJ Oshie, who had a personal matter, um, and it turns out that his father had passed away. Uh, very sad. They were all wearing a sticker on their helmet for his dad, who coached him when he was young. Um, but TJ Oshie actually scored a hat trick in this game. Oh, wow. um, he got two goals, and then he got the empty, which was fantastic. Uh, and it was actually a very touching moment on the bench after after he scored that third goal. Uh, you could tell he was super emotional. And it was very sweet. It was very touching. And it's like I said, it's kind of sad that that kind of got overshadowed by everything else that happened in this game that night. Um, also, one of the referees, he's retiring at the end of the season. And this is his last game that he is going to referee at Madison Square Garden. Which, you know, Madison Square Garden is one of those arenas that's just legendary like that's mm -hmm. just one of those places like i i want to go there someday 
regardless if it's for a hockey game or a concert or something. I just, I, I need to go to Madison Square Garden for Short something. Sports on tour. Heck yeah, let's go. I mean. <laughs> Live podcast from Madison Square yep, Garden. Heck yeah, we're, you'll see us sitting in the parking lot on our phones, you know, like, we're here, guys, we're here. <laughs> we you know. did it. Yes. So. I, it's just one of those places. And for this to be his last game at MSG, it's kind of... I, I kind of feel a little bad for him, honestly. Like, that kind of sucks. I mean, he's never going to forget it, that's for sure. <laughs> and I'm just glad that this wasn't his last game. But, mm-hmm. you know. So, let's start this game. Do you have any questions before we get into game two? <laughs> uh not yet. <laughs> All right. So, opening face-off. We get three fights one second into the game. I Oh, yeah. I saw the video. It, it yeah. was like, puck dropped, gloves were off. Everyone was everywhere. Yep. It was It was just, you know. It I, like I something mean, out of a movie, honestly. It really did. It looked like it it looked like it was fake. Like I'm just like, mm-hmm. what are we watching right now? This is what what it is. I I mean, I know I'm sitting on my bed. I had my hair dye in because I had to touch up some spots that I missed, and I'm just sitting there going, Huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's about right. That that's that's it. Yep, sure. Okay. So um there were a total of six fights in this game. Um Tom Wilson did get a game misconduct, but also a 10-minute game misconduct, uh, and then said that he would not be returning because of an upper body injury. Oh, okay, um, bud. That's basically what I said. I said, oh, okay, sure he does. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe that at yeah. all. If he I'm steps actually- foot on that ice, he's going to get massacred. Like, Again. There, there's no... Mm-hmm. Because... The second, okay, so I and I told you before there was something I wanted to talk about that mm-hmm. that like obviously, obviously I'm not a fan of Tom Wilson. Mm-hmm. He he, while he is typically the style of player that I like, he crosses the line, and here's where I really don't like him. Mm-hmm. He should have been on the ice for the opening faceoff because he knew what was coming, and he was not, he and wasn't. that is disrespectful. Oh. I I think. There is a certain code that you have to have. And he, I mean, obviously has broken this code many times already as a hockey player. But the fact that you didn't put yourself on the ice, center ice, I don't care if you don't take face-offs. I don't care if you're, you know, I don't, it doesn't matter what position you played. You could, He could have been a defenseman. He should have been at center ice taking that face-off and taking what he knew was coming mm-hmm. because he knew that was coming. Everybody knew that's what was coming. Mm-hmm. And he was not there for opening face-off. And mm-hmm. that right there, it's got nothing to do with the hit. It's got nothing to do with anything else. It's the fact that he was not there to take that opening face-off. That is what bothers me. Yeah. You, you better love the fact that your teammates like you enough to take that for you because that is what they did. Oh, my God. And they did three fights right off the bat. And and you know what? Good for them. I'm happy for them. But the second he touched the ice, you would have thought there was a packed crowd in that stadium because everybody let them know. He, they booed so loud every time he touched the ice. And 
it was, Good. I mean, like I said, you would have thought it was a full set. I can't even imagine what it would have sounded like if that place was actually full. Oh, jeez. Broken because, barrier. Yeah, exactly. Like, I've heard some loud stadiums before. Actually, one of the loudest stadiums I've ever heard was the Pens versus the Capitals. That was a magnificent game. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, I just, I couldn't believe that he did not go out there for the opening face-off. And that was just like, no, come, come on, buddy. You need to be out there for that. But yeah, no, he got jumped the second he got on the ice. Good. So as, Good. as deserved. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, this game actually made history with six fights in the first five minutes. Oh. That is a record for <laughs> six wow. fights in the first five minutes. Um, do you want to take a guess on how many penalty minutes were in this game total? I want you to take a guess. This is Let's fun. Go. Mm, I'm gonna guess at least triple digits. I'm gonna go mm, 150. Oh yeah. 150. I I should know. I don't know how penalty minutes work in, in Okay, so here, let me I'll give you I'm gonna give you a quick rundown. Okay. Tune in next week for more learning about hockey too. Or well, maybe not next week, but soon. <laughs> um every fight is five minutes. Okay. A typical penalty is two minutes, and then there are things called ten minutes, ten minute misconducts, which okay. are like kind of like the big, like you know, you shouldn't have done that one thing. So, so is the maximum they can go, however long the hockey game goes, or can it oh. extend theoretically past that? Yeah, it can, and I'm gonna just give you a hint now. This one theoretically goes past. <laughs> okay. There is sixty minutes in a hockey game. Uh -huh. So, are Let's you ready? Go. Yeah, 150. I'll stick to 150. Why 150? Not? So yeah. 150 is what? How how long is that? Now I got to do quick maths. Two, two hours. Half. Two and a half hours. You are very close. Oh. Two hours and 21 minutes oh. in penalties wow. in this game. There were 100 minutes in the first period of this game. In the first period? No, that's what most of the fights were. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wilson. I mean, <laughs> I think I think it was only like 15 minutes were against him, maybe 17 minutes tops, but I don't think too many were. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, there was one point in time I think there were seven people in the penalty box uh, for the cap or for the Rangers. And um I and someone posted a picture on it. It was funny because of the COVID restrictions. Someone had posted a picture of it on Twitter and they said, This is technically a ten thousand dollar fine in Ontario right now. And I thought that was really, really funny because <laughs> not have that many people that close together. I was it was pretty good. Um so uh we had asked for some thoughts on the happening of those games and stuff. And friend of the show, Eric from Twitter said, understand the take with folks about wanting to keep toughness in the sport. However, there is hard play and reckless play. And Wilson has shown reckless play time and time again. And I think he says that perfectly. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what I've been saying the entire time here is, you know, we like to keep the toughness in the game. That's kind of what a lot of, what they've been trying to do is to keep the toughness in the game because that's what hockey's been forever. And it's it's to try to keep the reckless plays out. And they've tried to make changes to the rules to try to keep that out. Like there's the one change where, you know, you, you can't leave your skates when you make a hit and that's a penalty, you know, uh -huh. things like that. Um, and, and, I, and I think he's exactly right. And I think that's a fantastic point is, is we want to 
we want to keep that stuff in the game. But, you know, players like Wilson are, play recklessly. And it's upsetting. It's sad because he, I, you know, there was a, I rooted him for him for a while because I really, I'm like, look, he's actually good. He scores goals. Like, he can play really well. He's a, he's a first-line player. Mm-hmm. Now, if he could just take that recklessness out of his game and just play with an edge, I mean, you think of how great of a player he could actually be. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, I'm pretty sure the only people who are rooting for him now are Caps fans, which, you know, obviously they're allowed, you know, go for it. That's their, their player. But I mean, even towards Cook, the end of Cook's career, I wasn't rooting for him anymore because he didn't show the change, you know, he tried, but there were times I didn't root for him because I'm like, dude, what are you doing? That's a bad play. You can't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that. And you know, it's the same with any of my favorite players. If they're making a dumb play, I mean, I'm I'm not going to be like, well, I like them, so I'm not going to think it's a dumb. No, no, I'm not. But like, dude, you made a dumb play. That's terrible. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's it's a rough it's a rough thing to do. But but then it gets a little bit worse. Just let's put the icing on top. A little cherry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Seems the Pavel, story needs it. Pavel Buchnevich. Uh, cross checks. Oh, who did he cross check? Uh, one of those guys from the Capitals team. Um, I'm not going to be able to remember his name, and I don't have it written down. But he cross checked the guy for, from the Capitals, mm-hmm. and he got suspended for one game. Huh. Huh. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that he shouldn't have been suspended. I'm yeah. saying it was a very borderline hit, but. Comparing it's, it to again, comparing it to Wilson literally slamming, you know, Panarin's face into the ice. It's we're talking two different games there, mm-hmm. and it's it's a little uh, yeah. It, it it possibly deserved suspension, but also was it's like okay, well, how how are you going to punish him? And not Wilson. And that's, I think, really what it comes down to. And I really think that's what a lot of people are frustrated with is the inconsistency with the suspensions. I can't say you blame them. Like, there's, it's it's just, oh, it was Anthony Mantha. That's who it was. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't say I blame them. Like, it's just, there's, there's no consistency there. And it's infuriating to say the least i can't imagine being a player on some of these teams and i know that um doc emmerich was interviewed the other day he was a fantastic announcer for nbcsn i miss him dearly because man he was silly and he was fantastic you would have loved him (laughs) um but he brought up a great point where they they had asked him what his thoughts were on the initial wilson hit and he said he remembered uh, when Wilson hit one of the guys from the Penguins in the postseason a few years back, and Tom Sestito, which is a name I haven't even thought of in years, uh, he was kind of an enforcer, uh, rough guy for the Penguins back in 2016. He was on the ice for the opening faceoff for the first game against the Capitals. And I remember this game, especially after he was talking about it, because it was our first game against the Capitals of the season since the hit. And it was the first game that was on NBCSN for the year two between us. And Sistito, I'm like, Sistito's on the ice for this right off the bat. You knew it was coming. And 
him and Wilson went at it. And, you know, that, that was that was it. And it was done. And that's how they settled it. And that's, you know, that should have been what happened. I mean, again, you, you sit and wonder, would any of this have happened if Wilson would have just been suspended for the one game, though? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it could have just been a hockey game. Not a boxing match on ice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. that's kind of what it was. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I saw a few clips. It was, it was exactly what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boxing match. Every single clip I saw, it was just yep. fists flying everywhere. Really, it was. And I mean, and it's it's a little sad because you do. It's being so close to the end of the season with playoffs right around the corner. You run the risk of, you know, the Capitals. Being tied, kind of tied for the first place right now. Um, I believe they have a game in hand, so they have two games left to play. Where the Penguins only have one, mm-hmm. um, so they still have potential to be able to get into that first place spot pretty easily. But you know, you you're gonna have home ice advantage probably unless you lose these last two games. You know, and you're gonna you're gonna risk hurting a guy because of all this. Like, I mean, I know they sat Daniel Sprong sat that game too, and. Uh, which I'm not quite sure why he could have just been as a precaution. He may have had a tweak or twinge or something, but you know, it's a time of year where they sit guys for those small things because they want to have them nice and ready for the playoffs. And, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to say the least just to, and it'll be interesting to see if anything else does come from the events that have transpired in New York the past week. So we shall see. <laughs> what a week what a week indeed like i said i told you we we typically we wanted to talk about more than one subject i knew this one was gonna take our entire time this week actually i probably went over a half an hour this week so hey look at that so do you have any more questions before we wrap it up i i think everything's been an- well for everything that you can answer has been answered <laughs> <laughs> Balls in your court, NHL. Yeah, and it, like I said the other day, NHL, just call me. You know, come on the show. Emails on in the description. Yeah, George Peros. Let I just want to talk, man. <laughs> like, let's just have a chat. I just I just want to know the inner workings, what's going on, just some <laughs> clarification. You know, um, would be awesome. So, all right. Well, let's wrap it up. Like I was kind of hinting at, our next episode is going to be a Mac attack, and I'm so excited. So since <laughs> playoffs are starting we are going to do mac attack about hockey um so if anybody is interested or if you have any questions about hockey uh let us know in the comments uh hit us up on twitter anything like that also um we had a great idea from friend of the show jose ruckus who uh yeah shout out jose (laughs) check him out on the ace is wild podcast number one ace wild aces fan um he gave us the great idea of telling McKenna a fantastic sports story to kind of go along with our teaching of the sport. So we are super excited for that. If you have a good idea for a great hockey story to tell McKenna, I know I have the John Scott story in my court right now. That's the one I'm going with. But if you have a great story that you would like McKenna to know about hockey, let us know because, hey, we're going to do a poll before we record that episode and maybe yours will get picked. So, Mac, why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Oh boy, you can find me on Twitter at PotterPants212. 
find me over on patch notes at patch notes vids find me on hbo max hbo m-a-k-s on um uh find me at our magical neighborhood uh the acronym I cannot remember. MGK Neighborhood on Twitter. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. That was a rough one. There's too many letters and you can only have 15 letters <laughs> in uh, a Twitter handle. I've like really struggled with that one. It was terrible. Yes, McKenna, the, <laughs> the busiest lady in the industry. I'm telling you what. Um, well, Mac pretty much hit up all my places too. Our Magical Neighborhood, our Disney-ish podcast where we talk about happy things that we love um first episode is out that mckenna obviously edited because she's our editor extraordinaire um check that out on youtube on twitter all the good places you can find me here doing short sports with mckenna every other week ish while we figure this all out and yeah i think those are all the places you can find me now which is fantastic and awesome i love it so until next time enjoy the game <laughs>